doesn't this at nine in the morning on a Saturday morning? <laughs> it's a Friday. I was afraid it. Do you know why? I, I, I sound like a humble bag, but I'm off. I was on Thursday for this week. I'm off today as well. I was I'm off too. They're, <sighs> shoot, they're shooting right now, and I keep on getting WhatsApp texts about it. And I'm like, sorry guys, I'm off because I because I worked Saturday Sunday there. They gave me Friday off, so yeah. I've worked like ten days and well more than that in a row. So you deserve the break. Where are you going? Going and take well, I booked it for Heather's birthday, which was two weeks ago as a surprise. We're just going to Millport for the weekend. But we're staying in Largs. Yeah, we're staying in Largs, but we're going to Millport to go cycling. So. Oh, I love Millport so much. Oh my god, David, can we do a podcast trip to Millport? Yes. <laughs> we'll yes. Seeing we'll as we don't get paid for it, can David do it in all expenses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should all go to Millport and review something like. Shutter Island yeah. or something. Oh my god, yeah, a yeah. live podcast Wickerman. in Millport. Like, yeah, with the wind and everything, the waves crashing. We have quite a fan base in Millport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grace, what's your plans for the weekend? Um, well, I'm going to go to park this afternoon because it's meant to be good weather. Nice. And then one of my friends from home is down. So I'm seeing her tomorrow morning. And then otherwise, just enjoying the sun. Just enjoy yeah. the sun. Do you it's think we so get sun? Rare. Do we get sun gout in this country? Yeah. See, yeah. If you're working and it's sunny outside, everyone's in a bad mood. But the minute you break and you can go sit outside for your lunch, everyone's in a good mood. Yeah. Because, like, I was off well, yesterday, obviously, right? And spent mm. as much time outside as possible, even when I didn't really want to. There was things I had to do inside. But I was like, I can't go and do them. It's sunny. Like, yeah. I need to yeah, be out in the it... sun. And it's weird because it's nice, but it's not quite like what you get in summer where you're like, yeah, like sunbathing. Kind of, yeah, yeah, we've had like a long cold, like literally it was like I'm working in the same place I have been for the the last six weeks. And I just remember like four weeks ago, I was literally like shoveling snow in the car park. And now it's warm (laughs) enough that you can like wear a t-shirt outside. Yeah. And there was all the storms and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, a, or a denim shirt, perhaps. And speaking of Ooh. which, Brokeback Mountain. That was the worst <laughs> transition I've ever done. I love uh, it. It's from 2005. Uh, it's described as a neo-Western on um, Wikipedia. I think it's just a Western. It's a romantic Western, you know? Yeah, but then does that, that not make it neo? Does, that not, does the neo not the fact that it's, like, I don't know. willing I think... to explore? My Something issue is right. If it was if it was a straight romance, it wouldn't be described as neo. Is my criticism? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like they're just like, oh, it's like <laughs> it must be new. Like they haven't existed before. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing department. Yeah. Directed by Ang Lee. Um, we'll have a look at these. So it had a budget of fourteen million dollars. Like AJ, I'll come to you first. What do you think it made? Fourteen. Right. I always get these wrong because in my <laughs> mind, films like don't cost that much money to make but now the more I work in the film industry um, <laughs> the more I realise that it's a fortune yeah because like I'm like the lowest of the low and they're paying me quite well so I can't and there's, like, <laughs> there's about 50 of me so I don't know how they're paying everyone else yeah but um so I'd probably say so it was 40 it, it, its budget was 14 yeah and also it's quite pop I, you hear about it all the time don't you right I'm gonna say like 30 30, Grace. Oh, 
and I, I, I don't know the ball, ballpark. Yeah, I'm just going to go 30 because I never get these right. Okay. Yeah, I was I was going to say 50, but I God. don't know. Because it was... Oh, right, okay. You're both so wrong. Um, it made 178. Oh, good. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> it made a shit ton of money. Um, I never yeah. know... Yeah, I never know, like, is that within just when it was on at the cinema? Yeah. Oh, okay, thought when it first came out, it wouldn't have been that well received. Nah, because it, it was definitely, it was like Oscar, it wasn't Oscar bait, but it was like Oscar hyped. Yeah, was it, it? was so, nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Original Score. I mm. think we'll get into it. Yeah. Everyone's good in this, right? It's a shambles that Heath Ledger was nominated for me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, and then he died. Yeah, no, but I do. I do. I think it's a better performance than Joker. I think they're two different things. But yeah. I think it's like, yeah, this I is more reserved. Music. Like, which is hard to judge. Yeah. I think totally, totally. And yeah. we'll talk about the film sort of holistically. Grace, when was the first time that you watched it? Uh, I think I watched it in high school, or that kind of age, like seventeen, sixteen. Yeah. And I hadn't watched it since, but I remember. Being like, oh my god, I loved that film. So I'm glad I got to rewatch it because I felt like I'd like you kind of do remember all the basic things, but oh my god, there were so many side characters though that I was like forgot about. Sorry if this is delving too much into the film. No, no, when you go. But it was all the kind of like I was like, oh my god, Anna Faris, forgot she was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Cardellini, forgot she was in it. And then oh my god, what's his face? Hopper from Stranger yeah, Things. D- David did not realise he was, yeah. Yeah, didn't realise he was in it. Kate He's Mara. Really in it. Yeah, did not realise they were all in it. So yeah. that was, yeah. That this was, was that 2005, was probably 2004 when it was filmed, David Harper. So it's a mm-hmm. long time before Stranger Things came out. Um, and, he, and he sort of had the mainstream, so to speak. So been working for years. Uh, yeah. AJ, mm-hmm. shockingly. Yeah. Yep, last night with a glass of wine. A few glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> <That> oh. was- <laughs> so what did you think about it? I've got I've got opinions. I think it was good, but I also think that you know that way where it's referenced in a lot of stuff, and I've heard mm. a lot about it, and everyone talks about it, and like Heather loves it, and then I watched it, and I felt like I don't know, like I felt like it was it was not what I thought it was going to be, but I still liked it. But it was, was it more was it more like subtle than you thought it was going to be? Definitely more subtle. I thought there was yeah. going to be like like it's definitely more like the gaps of silence and tension yeah. were more important than everything else which is not the way I thought it would be I thought it would be a bit more in your face yeah 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 but I think with a character like Ennis Delmore who does not talk yeah. or doesn't like it's a, it's just as important like you say when he's not speaking exactly that's because... why I think his performance was so amazing because he's just yeah. like it's so so easy to go over the top but to be that reserved and show emotion in that way is so interesting I think. yeah 100 yeah Grace, do you know what's what funny oh sorry i was gonna say because because it was like my second time watching it and i remembered it being like quite subtle and stuff i think i was watching it i thought it, like i was like oh they actually do address stuff more than i remember them doing mm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i totally forgot that even like communicated their feelings in some way. I mean, I know they don't really, but I thought they yeah. just like never acknowledged that they'd even got together. Yeah, and just would never discuss it, and then would sneak away and do it, and then would never. So I was like, oh, actually, okay, it's a little less subtle than I remember it being. 
yeah. as in just in the sense that they do actually talk about it. But I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. It's still not what I remember thinking it was going to be in that sense. AJ, what did you think of the relationship between the two? At first, I was like, this is a bit dodgy. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. at first, there's like possibly the question of consent and mm. at, at the first instance. But then I think as you go on, you realise that Ennis doesn't say a lot, but he feels the same way kind of thing. So mm. Yeah, definitely by the end, especially. Grace, were you... Were you in the sort of same boat as AJ? Like it grew on you as it went on? Or? Yeah, when I was rewatching it there, the first time something happens, I was a bit like, oh, that's not quite a Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I thought. Because it, it doesn't, it seems like, well, not like obviously he's consenting because he's like doing it. Doing but at it. At the same yeah. time, it felt a bit violent the first time. Yeah. Which but then I think that works where it's like off. aggressive. Yeah. Like kind of like or just like angry boys. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and, then and then um I yeah, noticed like watching it, I was like, they don't actually kiss till like the third or four Yeah. Oh no, maybe like the third or something time. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's that, nice. <laughs> I think that's because the first time it's very aggressive. Yeah. Just anal sex, isn't it? Like that's yeah. that, that's all it is. It's and like then, animalistic almost. Yeah. Like they're, like they're totally. just doing it to fulfill a need. But I think after the first time and they've like fulfilled their need, they then go into the emotional aspects nice. of their relationship relying on each other and stuff. Totally. It's more tender and loving than exactly. I think. Something that kind of gets lost with this movie. Like, we've, I've already kind of touched on this movie when we did the Missing Me series a way back, right? And something I think gets lost in this movie is that it's not a lustful relationship at its core. It's love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not It's not about, like, sex or, or two gay cowboys having sex in the in the mountains. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. two men who want to be with each other but can't. Yeah. And that's, that's the fundamental tragedy of the movie. Yeah, you know? and they know it from the beginning as well, which is why I think when they first, like, start getting together, it is so violent because they know it's, like, it's possibly a mistake and they know that they can't go anywhere with it. So it just feels like every single time they do it, it's like a release mm-hmm. of something that they could never have, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jack, Jack wants it. Grace, when when do you think the first time he brings up them, sort of moving together, is it's not till later on, is it? Maybe the sort of midpoint. Yeah, yeah. Because he kind of says about them do, like bringing their families together, almost doesn't need to like have, mm-hmm. like do a ranch, and um, then Ennis is just like nah, and because he obviously discusses the memory. Yeah. Being brought, and I was like, oh, that's horrible. Um, but then I liked the moment. That was like a moment that I just forgot where it was like quite head on was the bit <clears throat> towards the end when Jack is like, literally just like, why can't we be together? Yeah. Like the kind of climax almost like. Yeah, when he's like, we could, we could have been together, but you don't want to do it kind of thing. I know. <laughs> but that's kind of, that's what I like about this relationship is how different and similar they both are like different yeah. the complimentary they are like even the little things in the beginning where it's like um jack is better at riding a horse than ennis and it's all falls yeah. off his horse but then ennis is a better shot than jack is because he's the one who killed the elk oh jack missed the shot with the wolf you know what i mean yeah it shows yeah. it shows you with those little things how good a sort of pairing and coupling they would be and know, even just the fact before. yeah even just the fact that like ennis kind of doesn't really need anyone else whereas like mm-hmm. jack is quite like he's seeking, you know, like he goes to Mexico. Mm-hmm. He has the thing with like the husband, like that sort of co- other couple. Yeah. Um, was like, yeah, so they're so different, but he, it, like obviously you can see how it works as well. Like, 
Yeah, and I do think, like, because there was the whole thing with this being, like, the gay cowboy movie, I yeah. think for both of them, their sexuality is fluid. I think oh, yeah, it's yeah. more so yeah. than Jack. Like, yeah. there are points where Ennis seems perfectly content. With Alma. Yeah. With, with Alma sexually, I'd say, because yeah. he, he loves elsewhere. And that's yeah. clear. But in terms of, like, sexually and being able to sort of make a life in the sort of meat and potatoes of it all, like, he probably could have been with Alma if she hadn't caught them. Uh, like, uh, yeah. when mm-hmm. she's at the back I do feel really bad for her in this movie yeah she gets the shit end of the stick although yeah. at least she ends up with yeah, the she nice supermarket guy I'm just glad that she left him like see if she'd stayed with yeah. him but then had that sort of cold reserved yeah. I'm just glad that she was like saw sense and she was like look you can still see your kids but yeah. I'm going to go have a happy life with someone else who wants me. And it was cute that they had like a family dinner. All t- I mean, I know it turned a bit sour, yeah. but prior to that, it was nice. Like he still comes over, has family dinner with them, you know. Yeah. And the wee electric. Um, I know. Um, I'm jealous. I want that. I really want one of that. That was what I took from it this morning. I'm in my notes. So I was like, bye. I do hate though, because like in movies such as this, and I think Call Your By Your Name is guilty of mm-hmm. doing it as well. Mm-hmm. That character is villainized almost. Like it's like the yeah. movie which yeah. you wrote against Alma. And I'm like, it's nothing. Alma's fault. Which like she's at no fault in this. She's been cheated yeah. on by her husband fundamentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's also it's like one extreme. You'll know more about it than you do because you did all the kind of research. But I feel like it's kind of one extreme where it's either she's villainized or she's victimized to the extent that you kind of resent yeah. slightly Jack and Ennis for just being yeah. in love because you're like, oh my god, poor Alma. So I'm like, I know what you mean where it's like her character is pretty much dependent on you either feel bad for her so that you hate everyone else or you hate yeah. her. Yeah, totally. And she's, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, sorry, you go. I was no, just no, gonna no. say she's like collateral damage as a result of their yeah. relationship. But at the same time, like she loves him enough and realizes that that's always been sort of like missing is like a deeper love and she knows why now. So I think she's yeah. blessed to find out instead of living in a sort of oh, no. relationship. One of the yeah. weaknesses of this movie for me, the mm-hmm. like the only big weakness of it, that plays hard and fast with the passage of time. Like it, yeah. it doesn't make it overtly clean enough for me sometimes. So I think it gets lost if the prosthetics were a bit better and makeup and aging was a bit better. We could really tell how long Alma actually stayed with him. Yeah. If that makes sense. It says 1975 they get divorced. Right. So they're probably to- they're, they're together about 10 years. But yeah. Quite yeah. Well. yeah. So it's like she did, she loved him enough to stay with him 10 years. You know, look. Mm. Six years because four years we're doing the math now, but you know what I mean. You get <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was yeah. a long time after knowing that, that him and Jack were getting together. That, yeah, but you know, I think so that was happened. I think that was mainly to build her independence. Like she got a job, she got her friends outside of like their relationship, and then she started to be like, I could do this on my own without him. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the first couple of years she probably just was like, My husband doesn't love me, but I've got nowhere to go, I've got no one to rely on and then she then she sort of was like look I could have a better life with my boss yeah and you saw he was like the toxic masculinity of Ennis Delmar comes out quite yeah. a bit in this yeah um, especially the scene there's there's one scene I absolutely hate him is when she's like he's like going and cook the dinner and she's like oh my god yeah I hate him I know and I was like I'm not (laughs) dump him now (laughs) is she not literally like I've cooked it you just need to serve it up and he's like I'm not playing it up (laughs) no one's saying you're not serving (laughs) (laughs) oh my god wait David sorry side note 
see watching this film does it not just make you want to put on like a southern accent yeah. yes. like, I want a cowboy hat she went on half and we comes on in her little matching outfit with her hat and her beautiful stunning I was like see that in pink I want 10 I want it in red I want just what she's got you would suit it in red you're a red person Grace I think thank you (laughs) <laughs> absolutely let's talk about Anne Hathaway I actually there's something about Lorraine in this movie I thought it's actually one of my favourite her character I like her a boss ass bitch like, she looks at she looks at Jack and goes you're mine and then she's like and then she lives her life and she's just like oh like like the thing I love about their relationship is it's very like it it reflects like I think with Ennis and Alma like you can see his personality and in their relationship you can see Jack's personality because he's like her silly little husband that runs around and does whatever he wants yeah and he's the boss do you know what I mean and I just love that because it sort of shows his personality that he's like he just runs about and he does this and he does that and she doesn't really care because she's like in charge got her own life got her family do you know what I mean yeah I know I like her um yeah I think she's cool (laughs) I was gonna say here. Oh yeah, although I, the blonde was a bit iffy for me, but you know. <laughs> um I was gonna say, because did you ever see that thing where it was like, you know, the phone call scene at the end? Yeah. And apparently it was like Angley got her to do it like three different ways or something, or maybe two two or three different ways, where it was like one time she's on the phone just speaking as though like she knew that they were having an affair the whole time. Mm-hmm. One, the other time it was like as though she had no idea and she was just like staying, like stating the facts, whatever. And then I can't remember what the third one was just maybe like she thought, yes, yeah, but like she could, she was trying to get it out of him slightly. And then basically, apparently, they just like used all three takes and just like intercut it so like oh, so that the audience still can't tell if she knows. Which I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. So then yeah. when I was watching it today, I was trying to work. It. I was like, right, what take was that from? <laughs> What did that from? But yeah, I guess that's the whole point is like you don't know if she knows. Yeah. I've always thought that she knew but didn't care. She didn't care. Yeah, but she was willing to sort of let it go because she yeah. knows her own fault. Like not her own faults, but she's been that focused and like she's very career driven, very yeah. independent yeah. as we know. So maybe it's more I think she'd be more upset about the fact that she didn't notice enough to really understand yeah. what was going on yeah. rather than the actual infidelity itself. I don't know, AJ, what you think about that. I think it's probably, like, like see, because she's, like, from the rodeo world and all that, she probably knows of guys that are, like, into other guys or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so she's probably, she's probably, like oh, well, like, he has a really close best friend. They probably, like, bone up in the mountains. She doesn't really care. She's, like... <laughs> She was like, because he's like, I think he's almost like a show husband for her at the yeah. start. And then when she realizes that he's like a bit embarrassing, he's like, oh, I'll just tuck him away. Like he can do whatever he wants as long as he doesn't majorly embarrass him. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't like, I don't know why we're talking about Anne Halfway so much, but see the scene where we're talking about the car from earlier on. She's great in that scene. The one Yay, where it's like between the I dad. Yeah. Yeah. I loved her little smile because I was like, I'm glad she's kind of on Jack's side. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll right, look yeah. at the son, just like, yeah. you heard the you heard the man of the house, you heard yeah. your dad. There's the one time that, like, Jack isn't the silly little boy and he actually has yeah. a bit of agency, you know what I mean? Because you get the impression it's just like, like you say, he's running about, yeah. sort of lost puppy after her. And then when she finally stands up to her dad, I think that's, that's <laughs> yeah. especially considering his relationship with his dad as well. Like, yeah. I think that's, that's probably, a, that's a moment that's, that's sort of, 
crosses over, you could really use him as a surrogate for his own father and that. But, yeah. but it's really good. But what are some of your sort of favourite moments then from the movie? Like, <gasps> apart from that, any other scenes that sort of stick out to you? Oh, I love, like, the final, literally, <clears throat> just, like, the final line. Because I guess the whole thing is, the point is, like, he can't, he does struggle to communicate. And then there's that whole bit where he's like, wow, that's more you've said, like, than you said in two weeks. And he was like, yeah, that's more than I've said in a whole year. Mm-hmm. So I like that bit. But then I like at the end that it's just, like, he can't even finish what he's saying in his own company. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he can't even finish his own pro. I was just like, oh. And I want to know, like, because in my head, because it was like, Jack, I swear, and I always assume it's like, oh, if I could do things over, I'd have just been with you. Like, yeah, it's so open to like whatever you think it is, which I like as well. I agree. I know. I agree. It's just that long, isn't it? Where he's like, he knows he's fucked up and it's full of regret. Yeah. And you think he's probably just going to live in that little trailer and live his simple little life just full of like remorse that he didn't do anything sooner. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to try and live, live it through his daughter almost. Yeah. It's almost yeah, like he's so happy when he, he finds out she's getting married, I think. And yeah. I love how, like, he literally, he, there was no, like, right, okay, well, how much does he earn? Blah, blah, blah. It was just literally, like, does he love you? Just like, yeah. 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 And because him and Jack, like, never say they love each other, but, like, yeah. I don't know, yeah. It's an odd thing, an odd tragedy mm-hmm. of the movie. Like, AJ, mm-hmm. what, do you have any favourite moments, scenes? When they, first, when they first see each other, and is it tech? Ooh, Wyoming. 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 Yeah. Yeah. and they kiss and then she sees him but before she sees him <laughs> sorry I need to cough <coughs> COVID <laughs> it's not COVID I've got a chest infection anyway oh god when they first kiss and then also when he sees when Ennis sees Jack's shirt hanging up mm. yeah yeah that's amazing. It's such an amazing scene. I think. David, what's that, your favourite? Oh, it's probably the scene with them. They're in. It's maybe the first time they get together in the mountains and they're lying down and they're just talking. Yeah. And it's really the first time you get to see them as a nice. couple or mm-hmm. what it could be. Rather, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I really like that scene because the rest of them has been like we've talked about the sort of quick hookups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just yeah. them lying in bed as you can like it's a tent. But imagine you just sort of lying in bed, they're just talking, and it's that tenderness like really fully on show there. Like, I think that's my favourite scene just because it's it gives you a glance into the life they could have. So when Ennis sort of shuts it down, you understand why because of the time they live in and his past experience and all that. But it's even more frustrating for the viewer. I think because of the way that shot's framed and yeah. and shot and written, I think it's I think that's gorgeous. But talking about sort of alluding to Jack's death, right? I think it leaves it open for interpretation. Because AJ, I'll go to you first. Do we think that Lorraine's story is true, or do you think Ennis? Because I think the Flash, um, mm-hmm. for me, I've always read that's what Ennis thought was happened, just because yeah. of his experience and what he thought. But what do you think? Do you think what Lorraine said was true, or do you think Ennis's fears are the actual truth? Well, I think like what Grace was saying about the different takes sort of makes sense to me because I think that the way she said it, she said it like she knew that that wasn't what happened, and she mm. expected Ennis to know also. Yeah. Like I think that obviously something sinister has happened and she's rehearsed that story over and over again because she doesn't want to tell people the truth but she tells Ennis in a way so he'll sort of get the gist and know that it was something that she can't that she can't see out loud 
totally. You know I, mean? I, I probably agree with that, Grace, but just because, like, the storyline with Hopper, uh, or David Harbour, rather, um, doesn't <laughs> sexy, really... Sexy. Yeah, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really make sense in a vacuum unless it is Jack's undoing, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with AJ. I think, yeah, because the way she delivers it is so, like, emotionless as well. Mm. To the extent yeah. that if it had been, like, an accident like a freak accident at work, no matter how long time had passed, like you probably would still have some sort of like sadness in it. Whereas it's so like, she's clearly just like, I don't know. Yeah, because she obviously probably would, would be sad about it because they never like yeah. hated each other or anything. Uh-huh. But yeah, probably just the kind of trying to cover up. You can kind of feel that from it. That's what I've always thought as well. Yeah. And I think if they hadn't, I quite like how they do the flash. Thing. Like usually I don't like stuff like that. Usually I think it's a bit like all oh, like the audience yeah. think yeah, what they want. Exactly. But I, I like it because it's like what you're saying, David, where it's so clearly just any well, I see yeah, it as just imagining. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's totally. his biggest fear. And that's yeah. what holds him back the whole film is the fear yeah. of being found out. And then it finally like catches up with him in the worst way, like the one he loves rather than himself. Yeah. So I think obviously that's what he thinks. And it could like it could have been something slightly less innocent than that. Like but the way that she delivers the lines makes me think either something sinister happened, like like you know how it, in the bar scene before when he hits on that guy and they're outside and they're pure having like a stare off. Like yeah. that that could have turned to a situation like that so quickly. So I think it's just alluring that something like that could have happened and that's that's how it's ended. And and then obviously through that she would have found out, even if she yeah. didn't know before, that he was that way inclined and therefore that's why she's so emotionless about it. Because she felt like she's been lied to her whole marriage or whatever. Totally, totally. Yeah. It- Sort of a bigger question, sort of outside the movie. I think Brokeback Mountain's probably there was a huge thing about it back then because it was like one of the first big sort of gay movies to be like represented at the Oscars. Um, and this way, like Philadelphia, back that's more about mm-hmm. the AIDS crisis than it is like a, a gay relationship, overtly, like with a mm-hmm. couple at the center of the movie. Do we think this movie was important, like to try and get it into more of the mainstream? Or because of the gap between this and maybe sort of big studio acceptance of LGBT romances, it was a one and done and more symbolic the way it was held up in 2005. Well, I guess it's hard to remember what the zeitgeist at the time was because I guess we would have been like seven or eight. I do remember it being like, I remember like hearing about it and knowing that it was like about two men. And it not being like a, like obviously it was a big deal in the sense of like, oh, it was like a new thing. But I don't remember it being like a thing that got like mocked or anything. Mm. Um, But I remember hearing that like they tried to get the film made for like years and it was literally the biggest thing was getting actors. Yeah. Because I'm sure they like initially, which I'm so glad they didn't do this, but initially it was going to be Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. <laughs> wow. And I think that would have just felt like a spoof kind of film. Yeah. But yeah. Um, apparently Matt Damon had just done The Talented Mr. Ripley and he was like, I don't want to play another gay character. Like, I don't want to get typecast. Yeah. Which I think just now wouldn't be a concern. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe it would, but I don't know. You'd hope it wouldn't well, be. Yeah, because but... now it should it should be like, oh, like being a gay character would be something that would be typecast because quite a lot of characters are gay now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. AJ, what about you? Do you think it's like 
just on its own standing instead of sort of pushing for something else to come after well, that well i know that like obviously i just watched it for the first time yesterday but i have known about its existence forever because it's referenced yeah. so much in like yeah. media and people talk about it and it's like like i knew what the plot was having never googled it or went to read about it ever because obviously people talk about it and it's like right. reference and everything so i think but then also like sometimes it's made fun of as yeah. well as, as i guess like in betweeners yeah, yeah like stuff like that but i think like i heard about how beautiful the film was like mm. like because of all the like landscapes and stuff like that as well yes. so i think it's as well as being like this oh my god it's like this gay gay film like so ahead of its time put it on a pedestal kind of thing it also like like you said was critically acclaimed so i think it did sort of push for more groundbreaking things rather like rather yeah. than just doing it for the sake of doing it like making a gay film for the sake of making it because now totally. it's like now if they now if they made it it would still it would still be like oh my god it's a gay film but also it's it wouldn't be as a big a deal do you know what i mean totally yeah i, I think if it was made i think if it was made now I assume the big thing would just be that it was like cowboys. Do you know yeah. Like yeah. that it's like yeah. Sam and Sam Elliot would just get raging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's that name of the, the, the dog one that just came out? And that's Power, Power of, Power of, the, dog. of the Dog. Power of the dog. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. But like that's a gay one, right? And it's like ten. Yeah. Like all that is it, isn't it? Isn't no. It's it's very much like let's not mention it. Like is it's it, like, is it a bit like, it's that? like it's like don't say gay. Yeah. <laughs> like because like, it very much leaves it up to your interpretation at times mm-hmm. like it makes it uh, fair enough but I, I don't I don't know that movie for me I have a very mixed yeah. feeling but I read a review where, where it was like talking about that and basically saying how it was trying to like replicate the same sort of misunderstood tension as Brokeback Mountain but didn't really do it because in this day and age like films that like don't say gay like aren't really received well because it's like why don't just you just go just say it. It. exactly like, when that yeah. was brought out brought back mountain back in the day it, it made more sense when it was like an unspoken yeah more taboo thing i guess yeah but it's also true to the characters it's not as if the movie is not Against, a, or, yeah, acknowledging it you're yeah. trying to make it some secret it's just eris del mar basically yeah. is that is that man who doesn't talk or or yeah. share his feelings or is caught up in this sort of 1960s 70s mentality you know yeah. what i mean so it works for a broke back mountain because for one like you said grace the movie's on side right and it doesn't mm-hmm. isn't ashamed of it and goes full on with it and two it works for the characters as well you know yeah because i was gonna I say i think i was telling you david there's like this podcast series that i love obviously Beside this one, second best <laughs> podcast. Um, but it's like they'll get the script, like script writers, to come on and discuss like the original, like the first draft of the script versus like when it came out, like what changes were made. And they had like the woman that wrote broke back mountain on. And I remember she was saying like they always. I think some people wanted it to be like you know the first like sex scene. Some people yeah. wanted it to be like oh and like it looks like they're about to get intimate, but then we cut away and, like, it's left your imagination. But she yeah. was like, no, we're showing it. <laughs> yeah. She was like, we're doing yeah. it and we're going to make it rough. And, like, it, it won't go on, like, to completion, but, like, we're showing yeah. it. Like, and I was like, woohoo, yeah. Because <laughs> for a long time, that was probably 
the biggest taboo. Yeah. taboo was yeah. like, oh, we'll have we'll have heterosexual uh, sex scenes. Yeah. Till the fucking we're miss, it'd be like, and then we'll pan away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but she was like, now nah, we're doing it. I hate <laughs> it, and that's why you don't. That's a big thing because if you're not normalizing it, it mm. stays taboo in the sort of mainstream public's opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it, it doesn't help those. Um, it doesn't help perception of LGBTQ plus people because it's like, oh, this is seen as something that is wrong and something that we shouldn't watch or something that we shouldn't yeah. acknowledge. You know what I mean? People have sex, yeah. deal with it. You know? yeah. That's my viewpoint. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a gravestone. Yeah, you alluded to it there. Ang Lee, this is a beautiful movie. I'd probably say we've covered two Ang Lee movies in this podcast and mm. they're the two best ones. This and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, mm. I don't know if Ang Lee will ever have a movie like that again. Sense and Sensibility is good as well, has to be said. Mm. Um, enjoy that. But his last effort was Gemini Man. So I'm not too hopeful. But yeah, it is really, really good. Uh, AJ, do you have a shot that you remember sticking out as like just stunning? A lot of the ones where they're just like standing in front of the mountain. But I actually like, see when they're like play fighting in the grass. Yeah. I like that because it shows like the sort of, like that they're still like men. They're like rolling mm-hmm. around in the grass trying to fight each other. This is when, this is not when they ended up punching each other. This is just when they were, the more they, were playful like, tick- one. they were tickling each other and stuff like that. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're both still like men, like, like they're like, almost like boys in that moment, like taken back to like teenhoods. But yeah. yeah. Um, and then set against that beautiful backdrop. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Grace, what about you? Yeah, I um, couldn't help but notice like when they were having that sort of final, I think it's the last time they see each other, I could be wrong, but the one where they basically Jack's like, I wish I knew how to quit you. And then I wasn't paying attention because I was too busy looking at the backdrop and I was like, oh my God, that is stunning. Like, I was like, Uh can they not just for a minute acknowledge how stunning that is and then get back to the argument? That's one of my favourite lines in this movie. I wish I knew how to quit you. Jack, I swear. And then when Alma (laughs) says, Jack twist, Jack nasty. Yeah, same, because I'm sure it's a reference and I just don't get it, but I just thought it was like oh, a high school insult. It's incredible. <laughs> it so my my favourite line is when Ennis goes to like rough up that guy at the at the, the fireworks and he goes, I would like to keep all my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, also I love Dennis in that moment. I was like, yeah, yeah. defending Yeah, defending the family. Yeah, it gets yeah. it done. Just <laughs> fuck him up he was a, he was yeah. an angry man um, yeah. but yeah what, out of out of five grace what were your gifts uh brought back men out of five doing out of five ten do we I was gonna say that's usually ten it's early guys uh i'm debating between like a 9.5 or a 10 because i do love it and, yeah like i think but that's like I'm kind of like well a ten mean there's means there's like nothing I would change. Yeah. And I can't think what I would change considering of like when it was made. You know, it, like because yeah. it was two thousand and four, it would have been made. Yeah. The so, only yeah. issue I had was the pacing. So, but I think that's yeah, again, you can't even really be mad in it. As in, do you mean that it moves quite quickly? As in, time moves quickly, but like no, like it goes happen. so it goes so slow at the start, and then about mm-hmm. halfway in, it speeds up rapidly. I feel. Yeah. 
But then I quite that's, like that they don't design, stop. Though. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I quite like that they didn't stop and do like little like writing saying like 1975. Yeah. 19... Like I don't really like them films to do that. Oh my God, Grace, you're kind of speaking yeah. my language because yeah. any place, see when they change location nowadays, yeah. it's a total thing that Marvel has brought to cinema that is their worst mm. crime because Uncharted did it as well mm -hmm. and every time it fucking happened in uncharted i was like i don't care if this is in the gulf of mexico i can tell that by yeah like, work out yeah people's attention spans are shortening people's ability to suspend belief is gone david oh, <laughs> you God. need to give them everything on a plate no but then i think it takes you never and i remember yeah yeah. Oh god. Right. Okay. So, what should I do? Nine or nine and a half or ten? As, yeah. Fuck it. I'll give it a ten. It's Friday. Yeah. Sun's Fuck out. Tank is clean. Fuck it. <laughs> I love it. I love the attitude too. Okay. AJ, where'd you go? I'll give it a nine. Okay. The one. Okay. The one point I have is that I didn't enjoy the pacing, but I know it was deliberate, and also like the fuck. Like this is the thing. The fuck. The whole time I was just like just someone like because nobody ever like no one said the word gay which stressed me out yeah. i was like you say queer yeah i know but i was just no, like, I know why, is, I why is like i just was, like <laughs> almost like, screaming at my laptop like someone just say like they're fucking gay and just move on with it uh, don't say that you know to know disney I mean? Uh, but that's, that's <laughs> <a nice laughs> don't say gay how is it mental how mental is it that they replace one bulb with another bulb, and this bulb is so shit that Disney have had his most negative press in like two decades yeah. already. Like outstanding, outstanding. Like Disney, big bulb. Need, Disney need the bin. I've decided I'm against them now. <laughs> big bulb uh, back, back is what I say. Not that, even <laughs> watched Encanto yet. Oh, I know I would like it. I know I would like it. <laughs> Everyone tells me it's like when I didn't it's watch just the music. Just I, I music. didn't. Yeah, I've been listening to music, but I didn't watch. I still haven't seen Frozen. That's it's fair. like see when things are too hyped up. I just don't want to watch them. I know it's a yeah. terrible trait to have, but I just don't. Nah, I'm the yeah. same with TV shows, AJ. Yeah, yeah. not so much. Like, you know, like, this is amazing. Oh, that I'm like, no. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. yeah. I guess. What would you give it? I'm going to give it a nine, controversially. Michelle Michelle Williams is probably the only thing I change. I don't like. I don't mind her oh. as a character. Um, okay. I, I've said I like her and stuff like that. I just feel Michelle Williams. Yeah. Like the casting, do you mean? Yeah, I, I don't think she was right. Interesting, right? Okay. Yeah, but then, you know, it makes me happy though, because then that her and Heath Ledger got together as a result of it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And now their child is in the world as a yeah, result yeah. of it. Yeah, so, David, yeah. you're basically saying. No, no, that's that not, <laughs> no, that's not that's not my point at all. Just from who my would you who would you cast instead? Yeah, who, would you? who would I cast instead? I think she was Kate good. Hudson. No, no. Why? Someone more fun. She just she bummed me out a wee bit. Fair enough, they're like in love and like it's horrible. She's She's married and have two kids and having a shitty sad life to someone who doesn't fucking love her back. Oh, and you're like, oh, it's Friday it's morning. Okay, it's, 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 it's Friday morning. Maybe I'll change my mind. Uh, <laughs> just this morning, I was watching it. I was like, fuck's sake, Michelle Williams. <laughs> so what, we'll, just, we'll just put Kate Hudson in, but only as her character in Bride Wars. Oh, 
Yeah, well, yeah. Hudson and anything I'd be happy with. I actually need to tell you a nice out two story off air. Uh, Is she in she's, it? She's a nice two. Yeah, yeah. nice out two. Yeah, and I can't wait. The, the Hudson Sons is upon us, um, and I'm buzzing yes. for it. Um, I've not even seen Knives Out One yet. <gasps> oh, it was please one watch it, AJ. Everyone was like, this is the thing, I hate it when things are hyped up, right, but the thing I hate more is when people tell me you personally would love this. (laughs) Oh my god, AJ, I do that to you specifically all the time, you must hate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's different different because with you I know I I will like it, but it's like Mm. people like Oh, like, see on, like, you know how, like, I've got a lot, of, not to be like, I've got a lot of friends, but I've got a lot of friends, <laughs> but I've got a lot of, like, Instagram, like, mutual followers, like, people I'm not actually friends with yeah. in real life, but they'll, like, send me, like, films and be like, oh my god, you'll love this film, and I'm like, pe- do people, people don't really know at the crux that I don't, I, like, I might have went to the to do a film, but I don't watch films, so it's got to be a really good film for me to watch it. I mm. sit, and I watch The Kardashians, and I re-watch Grey's Anatomy, and I watch, I watch Midsommar when I'm sad, and that's it. And who suggested that? It was you. No, that was the best recommendation ever. I was, when Grace recommended that I watch Midsommar, I was like, like halfway through writing my dissertation oh, you were living in the was, cupboard weren't you I was like that's what I was about to say I was living in a cupboard I was stressed <laughs> I was like in a horrible relationship living in a cupboard stressed out my box writing my dissertation staying up till 5am every every night and then sleeping and going to work trying to get the dissertation done while being depressed and then Grace said to me oh my god you should watch this so one night I closed my dissertation laptop <laughs> I opened my 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 Chromebook. I put on Midsommar, and do you know what? Uh, I was like, it was the best thing I'd ever seen. And I was like, and then I watched it again, and then I, and then I put, it, put it on in the background while I wrote my dissertation. Are you not getting a tattoo of it as well? I haven't decided what I want yet. But well, yeah, when you do, I'm thinking of that more as a tattoo of me, really. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know what is that podcast was a year ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That was a fun one. Year. Yeah, yeah, I know. I love that film. I love that film. Someone else who people love, Alex Garland, the director. um, Oh, yeah. His director, Ex Machina (laughs) and Annihilation so far. He has a new movie uh, called Men uh, coming out. (laughs) It's a horror. So (laughs) interesting. Yeah. Uh, AJ, you watch the trailer. What do you think? Do you know what? Like I said, I'm not really into like even though I just say I, li- I love Midsommar, I'm not really into scary horror slashy slasher films. Like mm. they don't really interest me. But I love like psychological, like yeah. weird thrillers. You know what I mean? And this kind of looks like one of them. Yeah. Like it, it looks like it's gonna have the kind of vibes. Like I loved Us. I loved <laughs> Get Out. I loved Midsommar. I love stuff like, like I like things that fuck like see when I'm like really like really stressed and on the verge of it. I like things that like actually fuck with my mind a bit. And I think like yeah. this will do that. Totally. Well I saw A twenty four's latest horror uh, X last night. Mm-hmm. And it did that to me. Um, yeah, I want to see yeah. that. But I couldn't tell if is it, it right, in my head with X, is it kind yeah. of like screamish in the sense it's kind of parody? No. It, it's very much because it's set back in like seventies, yeah, and I thought shooting very, a porno like that kind of it's, it's just very much good. like original Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it. Um, but there is the subplot is very A twenty four, 
Do you yeah. think I'd like it? Is it not just like a horror slasher? It's got a bit a bit of meat to it. Bit of meat to it. I'd say a bit of meat to it. I yeah. don't like things like do you know what? I think the reason I don't really like like horror films is because my sister used to be obsessed with the Saw movies yeah. when I was younger <laughs> and I've like seen them all just by like her yeah. forcing me to watch them when I was like twelve. So yeah. I think well, that's what, why I'm what so I'm saying, there's, there's gore in it and it's fundamentally a slasher. Mm-hmm. But with the A twenty four twist, 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 yeah, and it also, features, twist. it also features Jane Ortega, who was in Scream, so she's just doing oh. slasher movies now, uh, apparently. But yeah, Grace, what did you think of Men, the trailer? Right, not gonna lie, I forgot you asked for us to watch it, uh-huh. but I had seen it the other day, and not gonna lie, I couldn't get through the trailer, which never happens to me. I tried okay. to watch it twice. Don't know. Tried to watch it twice, and I was just like. Couldn't finish it. Fair. Don't know why. Don't know if I was freaked out. Don't know if I was, yeah, what it was. Um, but I probably will see it because I do love A24. Yeah. Uh, and Jessie Buckley's all the trend at the moment as well. Yeah, yeah. She's very, she's very on the up. I think yeah. she looks like she's going to be really good in this role. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks she's like a that... two-hander as well. Yeah. She got, she's got that sort of like quiet reservedness that works, but also she can do like over the top very well. So, yeah. I still just love that she came about because of that Andrew Lloyd Webber Nancy show. Yeah, that is. <laughs> like, that's my favorite. Do you remember like, them? Do you remember oh them? What was, and they were all like so named fun. after the musicals. What was that was like? I'd do one? anything. Oh yeah. The what, what was the Josie and Jenny Clark Dream Cup one? Uh, any dream will do. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I wanted to do another one. I want a new one that's like bring it back. Cats. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> I hate cats. Yeah. You should start like Express. Oh, what if he does a, a lame is one? Ooh. I dreamed a dream. Oh my god, I'm surprised he's not, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. I should do a greatest showman one. Um, oh my god, he will, yeah. This yeah. is me. This is me, yeah. Oh my god, Michelle Williams is in that as well, David. Did you like yeah. that? Do you know what? To, I'm actually Googling right now, right? And for someone who does movie <laughs> trivia, I've got Michelle Williams and uh, Kaylee Mulligan mixed up all the time. Because I was oh about to say, I, I was about to say, Michelle Williams was great in Promising Young Women. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they are quite similar, to be fair. I never noticed yeah. that. They are so similar. They are the, they have the, they're the, what's their, the Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain of Bond Women. Yeah. Oh my god, don't. It's Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain and someone else. They all look so similar. Yes. Yeah. The Isla Fisher as well. Oh yeah, and then see and see and no Isla Fisher and Amy Adams. Sorry. Yeah, me and Heather talk about this all the time. Like see and the help, they're both in it, and they look more like he, the other person than each other. And because like one, I don't even know which one it was. One of them had to gain a bunch of weight for the role. Yeah. Whoever yeah. it was. Yeah, oh. and they look more like each other than they do themselves in that film. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Well, I will never get them mixed up again. And that is the lesson learned on today's podcast. So, AJ, (laughs) on Brockback Mountain. All we got is Brockback Mountain. AJ, AJ, thanks for coming. It's okay. I'm going to go enjoy the song now. It's okay. okay. I didn't know what you wanted me to say there. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.
enjoy the park, enjoy the sunshine. Thanks. I'm going to go and try and not break a leg at football. So, see you later. Five days. We've got a whole day ahead of us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>